Welcome to the Click for More Customers podcast. Your host is Ted Prodromo, best-selling author of The Ultimate Guide to LinkedIn for Business and Ultimate Guide to Twitter for Business. Ted is recognized as America's leading LinkedIn coach, helping you grow your business while living the life of your dreams. Welcome, everybody. I'm Ted Pedromo, and today we're talking about what's coming for LinkedIn in 2017. If you saw their presentation a couple weeks ago, they announced a huge update to the LinkedIn desktop application and mobile, and they did a really good job of actually talking about their vision and their future. And this is the let me get started here, the Linked Accelerator Program. This is the first kickoff call, and this is a course I do every year. And we do nine sessions, we actually do six sessions, and then we're doing some extra sessions this year. And we're doing live Q&A calls until the end of the year. So the class schedule is weekly lessons are released on Fridays. We have a week to review your lesson and implement it. And then the week, following week, we talk about that in the Q&A calls. And since this is our first kickoff call, then we really don't have any course to talk about. So I'm going to share this presentation with you. Sorry, somebody just walked in on here unexpectedly. <laughs> so next week we're going to talk about getting your prospects' attention. And every Friday at 10 Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern until mid-December, we'll be doing these weekly calls. If you haven't signed up for it and you want to do a 14-day free trial for a dollar, Go to linkedaccelerator.com forward slash trial. As we go through the material today, this is all from LinkedIn. I'm going to share some screenshots of what they're going to be releasing very soon, they said, quote, unquote. I'm going to show you what, and as we do this course between now and the end of the year, we're going to be implementing LinkedIn strategies that will fit into their new model. And the Microsoft acquisition hasn't officially taken over yet, but there are looks like they're definitely moving in that direction. They're talking about how they're working with Microsoft now. So it's just a matter of getting that formal approval. So here's LinkedIn's mission. Connect the world's professionals to make them more productive and successful. And I've seen this before. It's a good mission for them. They have 450 million members now, and they're still growing very fast. They want to create economic opportunity for every member of the global workforce. And they show some pretty sobering statistics here coming up of what's coming in the future for all of us that are in the, in the business world and in the job force. Things, we know everything's changing faster than ever. It's only going to continue that. So everything LinkedIn talks about is based on their economic graph, and that's with their members the companies, the jobs on LinkedIn, all your skills that we see on LinkedIn, schools, and knowledge. And these are the, the core portions of the website, as we all know. And they've really embraced schools in the last couple of years, where you can, if you're in high school, you can actually start following a college that you may want to attend, and then the college starts reaching out to you there. And then as you go through college, and you're ready to end the workforce, employers start working out to those colleges. So LinkedIn is going all the way down to the high school level and engaging people and getting them, getting them into the LinkedIn mode 
and into the business world. And the knowledge, I'll show you the LinkedIn learning, which is the old lynda.com, how LinkedIn is going to be really integrating that into the system. And I have a business account, and I got access to that this week, so it's really great to have access to all those courses. So here's really the power of LinkedIn and Microsoft joining forces. LinkedIn has 450-plus million members right now. Microsoft has over a billion users. So Microsoft never had a social network per se, so acquiring LinkedIn gives them a business professional network, social network. So the power of this is just amazing. I know most of those 450 members are in the billion Microsoft users, but not, not all. So we can see some significant changes coming to LinkedIn and significant more opportunities. If you have questions along the way, feel free to type them in the chat window and we'll get to them answer them as we go. So here's LinkedIn's flagship. Their home a year ago, it was the beginning of 2015, they announced they had 60% of LinkedIn traffic was from mobile devices. And they haven't released a stat for 2016 or how much now, but it's it's got to be significantly higher. They actually said there's a 30% increase in usage year over year on mobile. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing we're at least at 70 to 75% of people use the mobile device to access LinkedIn. So as we go through these slides and I go through my course, we're going to be really focusing on really using all the mobile features. Because if you don't know, LinkedIn's desktop version can be very, very different than the mobile division, mobile display. And they're in, that's all these changes over the last year. They're trying to integrate them and give all these features everywhere. So here we're at 30% year-over-year mobile daily activities. And then 40% engaged feed sessions weekly. 240% increase in messages sent. And I know when they released the new messaging, the new desktop, it just didn't seem... I don't know. I didn't like it as much as the old desktop. It was a lot of clutter. What they've been doing is stripping down the functionality of LinkedIn, and they're really making the, the mobile app and the desktop app very clean and simple, which is great because you, know, you can get lost in all the options, but a lot of the good features disappeared too. And when they changed the messaging to look more like the text messaging threads, I didn't like it because you couldn't sort by sent messages and by viewing your messages, really hard to view your messages, but based on their research in the last year since they did that, there's been an increase of 240% of the messages sent. So obviously, because I don't like it, doesn't mean it's not working. Obviously, it's, <laughs> it's working really well. Plus the engagement on the feed. I also noticed on the desktop version, there's so much in the news feed now, I didn't see a lot of content. It was really hard to find follow the influencers I was following to see their content posted and there's been a significant increase in the engagement in the feed. So that's really important because a lot of the LinkedIn ads that work really well are in that feed. So here's something, there's the sobering stats I was talking about. Five million net jobs will be displaced by technology by 2020. That's just a little over three years from now. That's from the World Economic Forum. And we see that over and over. This summer I went to Milwaukee for a wedding. 
a family wedding and we toured the Miller Brewing plant and it was just unbelievable the scale of that massive plant. They brew 500,000 cases of beer every single day in this plant and then they package them up, put them in this warehouse that's like 12 football fields long. They fill this warehouse every day and empty it the same day. And we only saw a handful of workers working there. There's a few people watching the production line in case something happened, but they really weren't doing anything. And all the forklifts are being replaced by automated forklifts, so there won't even be drivers at the forklifts. So these jobs, which was thousands and thousands of people who used to work at this Miller Brewing plant, are being replaced by automation. And now here's 78% of CFOs believe a quarter of the jobs will be replaced by 2020. So it's really, it's going to be challenging. You can't just get a job and work there the rest of your life anymore. You need to be always sharpening your skills and looking for your next opportunity. So with LinkedIn Learning, they're going to be closing that skills gap. And I'm going to show you some examples of what LinkedIn is doing to really integrate learning into our experience. And that really means they're encouraging us all to go for the premium accounts because just by paying for the basic business account, you get access to all the learning too. And they're going to have corporate deals for it too. So here are some of the things LinkedIn's been working on in the last year. They just announced LinkedIn Lite. They have influencer videos, premium insights, hot skills, and just all this. I'm not going to read all this to you, but lynda.com on Apple TV. So they're really, really reaching out and they're getting their content where the people are that read it. People love going on Apple TV, you know, with their Netflix devices. LinkedIn ProFinder is a new, I was in the beta program over a year ago. That's for consultants and independent business owners who you could reach out and hire a graphic artist or a LinkedIn expert or a network marketing expert. So that's a huge opportunity there too. So lots and lots and lots going on with LinkedIn as you know. So here are the three big things LinkedIn announced in this big announcement. And these are all, these are all right from LinkedIn. I watched their presentation and it got a lot of great things out of it. So here's the desktop redesign. This is what it's going to look like. It's coming soon, they said. They didn't give any exact dates, which they never do. But it's a lot cleaner. And if you look at your mobile device, it's you know, a lot similar. There's a lot more white space. It's really clean and simple. And they have lots of different options. Some of the things are, like when you click on the search, there's no more advanced search per se. And there's a way you can actually get to that. I, I was playing around with it on my mobile phone because the mobile looks very similar to this right now. But instead of doing the advanced search where you can search by different fields, you have to start by a search and then an advanced button appears after you do the initial search and then you can dig deeper into it. And if we have time towards the end here, I'll try to hook up my mobile phone to the screen here and show you some examples. You see it's in there a lot easier. Here's what you need to know over on the right. That's the news feed in the top right corner here. So as you subscribe to content with LinkedIn Pulse, you're going to have your news feed in there. And I know if you're on Facebook, they started putting current news events in the sidebar like that. And 
A lot of times you just don't have to leave Facebook. You get all your news, breaking news shows up there. So the big things LinkedIn is focusing on what's trending right now in your industry. And with their algorithm, they know what industry you're in, who you're following, what influencers you're following, what you're interested in, what you're posting, what you're liking and commenting and sharing. So everything we do on these sites now, they monitor it and they provide content based on our previous habits which is good. It's creating a user experience. It's giving us content that we want to see. And then you can follow different, they're suggesting people who you can follow on that right sidebar here too. So really doing a lot. And the news feed, like I said, I was frustrated because I couldn't find things. I was really having trouble, you know, certain influencers, I wanted good articles. You had to really dig to find content. But now with this new algorithm they're rolling out, it's going to put the right content in front of me. I hope it works half as well as they say it's going to work. So here's the companies, people, knowledge, and publishers. So this is really, they expanded the publishing platform when they added LinkedIn Pulse, when they added ability for us to put full-length articles. That so was probably a year and a half ago, I would say. So there's a lot of content being put on LinkedIn now doesn't necessarily get pushed into LinkedIn Pulse, but it goes into your newsfeed. All the people you're connected with and following will potentially see that content. What's even more important, Google is seeing that content, which can give you really good, helps people find your content when they do Google searches for specific topics or keywords. And knowledge is the lynda.com, which is now LinkedIn Learning. So LinkedIn's focus going forward is to really inform and inspire us every day. This is just exactly what they said. You know, you have the content we see on this little mobile screen, remember, I would guess at least 70% of people using mobile, Google's estimating 80% of web traffic will be, will be mobile by the end of next year. So everything's going mobile. Desktops are slowly going away, tablets and Mobile phones are the way to do it. They really want to get the right content in front of us at the right time. And since it's a limited screen space, they really have to really tighten up the algorithm to make sure they're giving us a great user experience. Because, you know, if we don't like a website or like an app, we don't go back. So here's what LinkedIn, how they do it. Signals, algorithms, and editors. So they're pulling all this together to great create that great user experience. So they do that with the signals, what's trending in your company, your industry, your area, your profession. So here like the Echo, there's all these new devices. So if you're into that, LinkedIn will start showing you more of that content, like what's trending with the music systems. And they have Alexa and everybody's coming out with these devices now. Google's coming out with a device. So if you're in that space, you want to know all the new product announcements by your competitors. So LinkedIn is going to start putting that right in front of you. So here, this one is trending company Uber. So if you're following Uber, you're really interested in that space. That's, you know, it's crazy what's happening in that space between the Uber and Lyft and all these replacing taxis. And now they're starting to automate those, so you'll have driverless Uber cars. It's, it's, it's really 
incredibly evolving space. So if that's where your business is, you're following Uber or you follow Time. So this mess, this article came up on Time and Lyft is the competitor, the biggest competitor, and they're really battling out here in the San Francisco area. And you're hearing commercials and seeing commercials all over to become a Uber driver and a Lyft driver and the Lyft will pay you money to be a driver and give you bonuses and Uber is coming back and forth. So it's really fun to watch how fast this is evolving. I think just a few years ago, nobody even knew what Uber and Lyft were. So here's what they've seen over the last year, 40% increase in sessions by experimenting, getting the right content in front of us. And then two to three times increase in referral traffic. So if I know you're interested in Uber, I would forward that article to you. So then a two to three increase in that kind of traffic and sharing information. And now 160,000 long form articles are published every week. Think about that. That's 160,000 articles are being published every week by LinkedIn users, not just influencers, but just users like you and me. So it's really become their goal when they announced this platform was they wanted to be the biggest internet publishing platform and they're well on their way to achieving that. Now the challenge is there's so much information in it coming at us. How do we really get the right information in front of the right eyes? And that's so what LinkedIn's been working on for the past year, and like I said, if we do 50% of what they're promising, it's going to be an amazing experience. So here's how they inform and inspire us every day. This is a great example they showed in the demo. So here, you can get breaking news now. So if this is really important to you and you need to know this on a timely manner, Uber has self-driving cars in Pittsburgh which is pretty amazing. So you click on that and it brings you to the article. So this is really the, what came up and they give this article, it's 50,000 people are talking about this article already and it just came up that day. So it's really trending fast. They talked about it. So it's, you can read that article or you can click below and look at videos in your network, Uber articles, so you can really dig deeper into the content about Uber and the self-driving cars. So they're really making it easy, making from that mobile device, you really have to clean and simple, make it really easy for people to navigate and get the right content. So here you look, here's self-driving, another article about it, and this is talking about autonomous vehicles. So that just takes you from that specific article into the topic of autonomous vehicles. So you're digging into all the content on LinkedIn and off of LinkedIn that is related to autonomous vehicles. So you can do a lot of research right from your phone. Now think about how powerful that is. If you're meeting with a potential client and you see you get some breaking news about their industry, when you're on your way to the meeting, you can dig deep and get the latest information right at your fingertips and you'll be well informed of make a great impression on them if you can talk about something so current. And then here it just you, know, you just keep digging deeper and deeper. So here's the first self-driving Uber car that's in Pittsburgh right now on Business Insider. And it shows you how many people liked it and shared it. 
and you can share that with your network or with that person that you're going to meet with. Say, hey, I found this article, thought you'd be interested in this. It's a great way to start conversations. Then this is by Henry Blodgett, so if you want to follow him as an influencer, then you just click on the plus sign there. So they're making it really easy to subscribe to more content that's related to your interests. And then here again, Eric Spiegel, you can click on him and follow him. So just content, 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 and they're pulling it all together for us based on what we've subscribed to. And then here's the CTO at Uber. He wrote one of these articles. Think, oh, I like this article. They're making it easy for you to follow the authors of these articles too. So you're just constantly, you're creating your own algorithm, a personal algorithm of content you want to see and that you can share with your network and potential clients and clients. I have a friend that's been doing something similar to this for over 20 years, before the internet even. He would see magazine articles or articles in the Wall Street Journal that would be interesting for a client. And he would you know, cut them out the old fashioned way and put them in the mail with a note. Say, hey, I saw this article, I thought of you, thought you'd be interested. And it's a great way he's built a very successful business. And now with the internet, he can reach out to thousands of people every day rather than just mailing a few letters every day. So then they're taking this to another story. And you can do similar stories. So the LinkedIn algorithm is going out, matching up all this content that's related to this. So Uber acquired auto, the self-driving trucks. So we're going to have self-driving trucks on our freeways in a few years. So here's a story about that. So it just it keeps digging deeper and deeper and deeper with relevant content that we've subscribed to. So that's pretty interesting. If you have questions on that, feel free to type them in the chat. Another thing they're doing, and I said there's 240% increase in messaging on the mobile app, which is, is fantastic engagement. And a lot of times it was just people sending you know, the messages self-promotions, but there's been, it's getting better and better because they're really cracking down on that and people can unsubscribe from you and block you. So they're making it a better experience. And what they're really going to do so less, about 50% of active members are using messaging every week. So people are reaching out to each other on LinkedIn with messages. And they work really well for pinging people. Birthday messages work great. You've heard me say that over and over. And anniversary messages, those little things for just reach out to people you haven't talked to in six months or so. Reach out to a former clients and say, hey, I was just thinking of you. Just have to send you a note and catch up with you just something to ping them and it gets you back on their radar and a lot of times they'll reach out and want to have a phone call and catch up and see what you're up to. And we've all done that with friends and family and, and clients. So now there's over 40 million of these interactions a week because they made the messaging easier to use. So what they're doing in the new version here, this is even better. So say you're on the home page, this is on the iPad and you're reading this article from science fiction to reality, you can just click over on the right side. The algorithm is going to put people over that you recently had conversations with. 
it's also going to be smart enough to know that different topics you're looking at, it'll put people over there that are in that industry. So what you can do with a single click while you're on this page reading it, you can just click and start messaging people. It doesn't take you to off this screen. You can send messages while you're on the home screen and then pick up where you left off. So that's pretty interesting how that's going to work. So this one's a little blurry, but see, here's the, you're, you're viewing a job for a senior product manager. So what it does over on the side here, it suggests people that if you don't want to apply, people you know or job titles that you might be interested in. So say you're looking for a product manager type job, LinkedIn is going to put other jobs right over there on the sidebar automatically. And then there'll be messaging to people that would be related to that job. So in this example, they take Laura Patterson over here in the right side here, and you can pop up and send a message to her because she may be interested in this. So they're taking your whole experience and automating it in so many ways. So here, say, oh, Laura, I know you're looking for a senior product manager. I thought you'd be interested in this. So while you're on the screen, you don't have to leave and then lose your place and then come back. They're just a click, simple clicks, and you'll be able to send messages to people and then come back to where you left off. Pretty cool stuff. This is even cooler. So we're talking to Laura, and you're starting a conversation with somebody. You say, hey, you got time for coffee next week. So instead of having to go back and forth and try to schedule something manual in the calendar, they've called the inbot. So they're adding bots automation into the messages. So what this will do, I'll go out and look at our calendars, and you can schedule a time together right in the message. And then LinkedIn will say, if it, it knows that you meet with certain people that are in your company, it'll say, do you need a conference room? Because it knows you've met in conference rooms before. Or it can find a location, a coffee shop, in between your two offices. It can find a Starbucks or whatever you want to meet where you've met in the past. It'll suggest those. And it'll create the appointment and the location and send it to that person. They can accept it or adjust it. That's going to make it so easy because if we're messaging people on LinkedIn and you want to set up a phone call with them, you can just send that. I have a link to my calendar that I use. I use Calendly. I do that now. I said, you want to schedule time on my calendar, go ahead. But this will even make it easier. And then it'll come through and it'll, it'll prompt you just before the meeting, prep for meeting. So it gives you a little reminder. And then it brings up the what you're going to be meeting with so you can prepare for it. So here's Laura. I can look at her LinkedIn profile, learn more about her, refresh my memory, tell them what we're going to talk about. And it's all automatic through the messaging app. And I can send a message to her and say, hey, Laura, I'm here to meet you. You know, we've met at the coffee shop. I'm at Starbucks. You can ping her and send her a LinkedIn message right there through Siri. Say, hey, Laura, I'm at the Starbucks on 4th Street. So pretty cool stuff. It's LinkedIn learning. This is the lynda.com. They bought it, gosh, must be two years ago. They haven't done a whole lot with it yet. It's just been part of a menu item. 
but now they're really, really integrating it into the experience of LinkedIn. So this is all stuff we're going to be really, as I create the course content for this course, we'll be really integrating how we can take advantage of this as soon as it's released. And it really, by the end of the year, it'll all be released and being rolled out. So we really want to be the first to know how to use all these new features. This is probably one of the biggest changes LinkedIn has made, all these integrations. So the useful shelf life of skills has shrunk to less than five years. We all know that. I'm, gosh, I worked in the computer industry for years and just thinking what happened. The iPhone's not even 10 years old yet. It's only nine years old. I just saw something today's the anniversary of Steve Jobs' death and that was five years ago already. Look what's happened in the last five years with just Apple technology and cars and everything, our whole lives, computers. Everything has changed so much in the last five years. So rapid change means everyone needs to be constantly learning. And, and it's just, I've been in the tech industry for since 1980, and I've learned a lot. And things didn't change as much in the 80s and 90s, but now it's literally the life of a laptop. As soon as they create a new laptop model, it's obsolete within six weeks now, they say. Things change so fast. So we all really have to really be constantly learning about what's coming next and what's going on. And organizations have to keep training their employees to retain them. Because things, if you want to be competitive, everyone has to keep learning and it has to start with the organizations training their employees. And we all have to keep learning because we have no idea when our organization will be acquired. Every company I ever worked for has literally been acquired or out of business, except for IBM and Sitecore, a software company I worked for. And all these other were large Fortune 100 companies that have disappeared. They were acquired or folded into another company, or they just were obsolete because they didn't keep up with the times. So here's how they're going to integrate Linda or learning into our application. So on the news feed, they're going to start suggesting courses for you based on what your job title is, your industry, and by other courses you've taken. So it's going to be the algorithm's going to keep monitoring what you're doing and suggesting content. So hey, here's a new Google Analytics training course you may be interested in because you're a network marketer or you're a web designer. So then I'll give you a little preview of the course and give you details about the course. So all this is just kind of going on. Then it tells you who watched this course. 55,000 people watched this course, where they worked, and what job titles they do. So if you're thinking of getting into a specific, if you want to become a marketing specialist, you can see courses marketing specialists are taking so you can keep up with the skills that they're learning. And that's all comes from the skills that are in your profile. So really taking all the information in our profiles and using it to provide an incredible experience for us. So here's an example of a course. This woman was taking an HTML class. They actually have an, a learning environment where you can build, do the coding there and practice it out so you don't have to have a test environment of your own. So they're doing a, a lot with LinkedIn learning. It's pretty exciting. 
And then when you complete a course, you can add it to your profile. So as potential employers look at your profile, you can say, okay, this person has taken these 12 courses, so they must really be knowledgeable in this area. That's a really good way to enhance your profile. And then here, companies can actually recommend courses for their team. So say you're in the HR department at a company and you want your programming staff to learn certain skills, some new skills coming up. You can actually have this administrator push it out to all the employees in that department and say, well, here's some suggested courses and they'll have corporate learning accounts so that each person doesn't have to pay for them individually. So this is really going to really help corporate corporations train their people on the right skills. And over time, these courses will get better and better and better and higher quality too. So they'll know the Acme company, they want their, their people to only take courses from certain people and they'll recommend those to the, their employees so they know they're getting the best training available. So this is really going to train the people that create the training my LinkedIn course, all these courses people are creating, they have to be really, really high quality now to compete with what's out there because it's getting so easy to create online training courses. And as a company, you really want to train your people on the best. So here, basically, it's the administrator account. They're showing how that's going to work. So each company will have administrators that can really add the people they want to push this content out to, and then they can say, hey, you need to keep finish these courses to keep your job or to get to the next level. If you want a promotion, you need to complete these 10 courses. And when they complete them, then they'll be eligible for that promotion. So pretty amazing stuff. So that's all I have for now. We can open it up for questions if you want. If you have questions about my course or LinkedIn in general or your profile or anything at all, this is really exciting for LinkedIn to actually, I've been frustrated over the last couple of years because they keep changing everything, but they never communicated a clear vision why they're making all these changes. Now it's, it's very clear, so it's pretty exciting. So any questions? Hey, I see Cedric's here. Congratulations, Cedric just retired after 20 years in the Army. He's a free man. <laughs> Congratulations, Cedric. So anybody have any questions or want to take a look at LinkedIn? or Let me show you the LinkedIn, what it looks like today. So there you can see, see the home page is still looking like the update they did about six months ago. So what's going to happen is this little widget will be pushed over here and they're going to have different content over here. You see here sponsored update. Right now to find Okay, here's some trending. This is new. This is the trending topics I was talking about. So I can share this because this is content I've been following or something in my skills says they think this should be 
in my network. So here's influencer to so much content. So we'll be able to streamline and see what you want. I follow Inc. Magazine, companies you follow. So see, it's still it's pretty cluttered. You have to go pretty far down to find a lot of content. So with the, the new changes they're rolling out, this will be cleaner and much easier. And think if I was on a mobile device here, this would be very cluttered. And there's the sponsored updates I was talking about. These work really well for advertising on LinkedIn. Better than those old sidebars. See, they don't even have the sidebar ads here anymore. They have Google ads over here. These are actually from the Google network. Here's recommended for you based on the algorithm. So you see they're rolling out some of these updates now, but they're going to... Any, usually on Mondays, you log in and LinkedIn looks totally, totally different. That's like every Monday I can do three or four new videos and show you what's new. <laughs> So kind of this is LinkedIn learning here. So here are some skills I've been interested in, supposedly. These are skills that are in my profile. Because I'm interested in email marketing, it's recommended these courses. It looks like they've rolled these changes out already. This is good. Google AdWords. Here's some leadership courses. So it's going a long way here. They've really updated this. This just rolled out last week for me. This is all courses that were on lynda.com. They got rolled over. Sally says, yes, I can offer my accelerator course through LinkedIn Education. Yeah, that's definitely what I want to do. Get it in there as soon as I can. And then the messaging, let me go over to that again. So we've made some changes to the messaging. So here's one of those frustrating people add you to these group conversations and it's like all of a sudden there's 40 or 50 or 60 people and they keep adding them in here. It's like, I wish I could stop this. <laughs> it's frustrating. You see they've changed the layout here so it sounds kind of hard. But So here's a little group message. I work with these people. Social Sales GPS is a project I'm working on. So we were testing out a group message, so we created a thread where we can just communicate with each other. And we just start adding people. This is how people add you to their conversations. But I wish there was a way you could be prompted and say, do you want to be added to this before they put you into the conversation? So we've been just kind of playing around and <laughs> people are adding all these little emojis. And, and we kind of had a debate about this is this really professional to do this kind of stuff? And one guy in our group said, yeah, it's working really well when he does it to people, gets, gets people's attentions, because it's just so far out there. 
so this will all be instead of having to go over here to get my messages there'll be a little box right down in here on the screen so it'll be much easier to just start engaging with people so this is our test this is how we start and then you can tag people in here so if I would just want to reply to Vivica I could just do this and she would be notified of that Sally wants to know is there an optimal number of groups to belong to you can join up to a hundred groups now it used to be 50 and 50 subgroups you can join up to a hundred and I'm in gosh probably 60 groups I don't spend as much time there as I should because most of the groups are just a lot of just blasting content which is really frustrating but you do when you post in there you do get some exposure and also what happens is so say here this digital marketing group so literally there's almost a million members I bet there's a million when I join that group the LinkedIn algorithm associates me with all those people even if I'm not connected with them so all the topics in this group go into my algorithm so it helps reach get you in front of so many more people so it's a good idea to join a lot of groups some of the groups I'm in like this one's a peer group a lot of people that do digital marketing like I do so we can share information well we used to actually share information with each other and ask what's working what's not these groups have turned into self-promotion like all these people just write articles and post them they're not trying to answer people's questions or help people they're just trying to get exposure so it's gone from a place where you can help each other to a here here's my expertise if you if it grabs your attention great so see these people aren't trying to engage with us in any way and what it was over how many hundred 390 new conversations today and we look at these new conversations and what are they they're just people posting content so they're not trying to engage with people they're just trying to it's like if you're having a garage sale you just run around your neighborhood and post signs up on every telephone pole in every street corner I'm having a garage sale I'm having a garage sale and if people are interested they'll come that's what they've turned into which is kind of frustrating there are groups actually where we do have conversations you ask people questions and they'll answer them but it's as you see all these new conversations not one of them is saying hey I need help I have a question on Google AdWords or I have a question on landing pages these are all just people sharing content they either wrote or they're just sharing articles but if you join those groups it expands your network exponentially so definitely join groups I like to once in a while just post on the hey let's try to get this group back to conversations instead of self-promotions and usually get like a hundred comments within an hour like yeah let's take back this group and let's actually have conversations and then there's no conversations <laughs> so it's interesting and here's the alumni this is what they added a couple of years ago they talked about the education this is really a great way to prospect people 
So think about it. When you go to a college or like Cedric just getting out of the army, in five years, if he reaches out to an old army buddy and says, asks if you know anybody that does certain skills, he's going to get a referral. People are going to help each other out. Same with going to universities and colleges together and schools. You reach out to a former classmate or somebody that went there, even if they're younger than you or older than you, they're going to help you out most of the time. So look at all this information here. You can search through here. It's 151,000 people. It tells you exactly what they do, their skills. So if I'm looking for a good project manager, I can reach out to over 5,000 people here, 5,500 people that have these skills. So I could reach out to this person and say, hey, I noticed you went to University of Pittsburgh too. Would you be a sure? Do you know anybody that would be able to help me with this project? Of course they're going to help you. So this is really, really powerful. Check out the alumni. It's a really powerful prospecting tool. It's kind of like the people are already at first or second base because you're alumni of the same organization. We want to reach out to more of these people and get to know. So I'm only connected with 21 first three connections. I need to connect with more of those people. Even if we didn't graduate together, we went there. And there's that bond. So think about that. Uh, Cedric says, I noticed LinkedIn allows you to see when somebody reads your message. Yeah. And if you respond on the mobile device, if you, there's certain things, I get these messages occasionally. I think they turned that off now. But if people liked or shared my content, it would send a message. It was a generic message. And I thought, oh, these people are all sending me the same message. <laughs> but they turned that off, I think, because I haven't had one of those in a while. They're always experimenting with different things, but really think mobile too, going there. And that's why they're breaking out the apps into multiple apps like they started a few years ago. There's many different LinkedIn apps now. Like there's LinkedIn, LinkedIn Pulse, there's LinkedIn Groups, SlideShare, LinkedIn Learning has its own app. So Karen wants to know, do you recommend having different profiles on LinkedIn? No, actually that's against the LinkedIn Terms of Service. And if people search for your name, I get this question a lot because there's a lot of people that are working full-time and they're trying to start a second business so they can eventually leave their job, but they don't want their boss to know, so they'll set up a second profile. But if somebody searches and sees two profiles, and I've even seen people use the same profile picture and a lot of the same descriptions, it's like, well, at least change your profile picture. So you look like a different person. But it's really best, It's if you're trying to have two different businesses, some people have two or three businesses, and they want to have multiple profiles. If people search LinkedIn for your name, they're going to see that you have multiple profiles, and they're going to think, is this person really an expert in this area when they're doing these two other things? So you really have to have single focus on LinkedIn. What I suggest is some people that have multiple businesses create an umbrella company. So they are the, you know, the founder of this umbrella company, and under that, you can have two or three different jobs under there for those other businesses that you do. And that seems to work very well. 
So if you look at my profile, under my one company, I have multiple jobs for the different skills I do. So let me view this. So here, under my experience, my company is Search Marketing Simplified. I do LinkedIn lead generation. I'm a LinkedIn coach. I do Facebook advertising, Google AdWords. So I create multiple jobs under my company, and that helps me look like an expert in those specific areas. And it also helps with my rankings in LinkedIn. So I use that approach where you create your umbrella company and then have different, even if they're different types of jobs, just create, like, you know, most corporations, the huge corporations today, they have so many different companies under them and they're totally different kinds of companies. Do the same thing. Create an umbrella company name and then have multiple companies under your profile. So you just have under experience under here. And, yeah, just change the dates that are appropriate for each one. Okay, any other questions? So if you're interested in joining the class, it's starting. The first, first lesson will be released today. And you can do a 14-day free trial for a dollar. Just go to linkedaccelerator.com trial. Let me find that. And if you don't want to do it after the 14 days, that's okay. You only invest a dollar for group calls. There's a group forum. And we do a lesson each week. So you get like an hour lesson, a lot of short videos. And we do group calls like this where as we get into the lessons, we'll actually dig into your profiles live on the calls. And a lot of times only... You know, a limited number show up for the calls. They watch the replays. So a lot of times you can get a lot of one-on-one -on -one coaching right on the calls. So it's pretty cool. Okay. Any of us have any questions? I spelled trail instead of trial. For so more free training, visit socialsellingminute.com. Okay, everybody. Thank you very much. If you have questions, you know where to find me. We'll talk to you soon.